This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Cleansing Hour. Something, something, I don't remember the tagline. Yo, Adrian. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. No, we are Horse Lantalus. Yeah. But, you know, that happens from time to time. You can't always have Horse Lanta. It's just too much. It is too much. I think everyone will agree with that. <laughs> it can be very excessive. Yes. Uh, but speaking of excessive, I have a third drink of Malort to try on the podcast since I took, I drank it twice before. Hopefully this is the charm. This is using a quote unquote recipe from a guy I know as skew, um, as corroborated by Morgan, uh, that, so that this, I'm using the third airplane bottle of Malort I got from our friend, lady Sadie, and I put it into a can of, Eggenberg Grapefruit Rattler. Rattler. So it's supposed to be pretty good. I'm going to give it a try real quick. Mm. Okay, that's the best version of Malort I've had. Don't know if I would quite call it good. <laughs> that's fair. It is kind of like drinking a grapefruit because it's got a nice bitterness to it. Which, you know, grapefruit often has. I could use it a little sweeter. But so, it does it does make Malort consumable. Well and that's a a feat in and of itself. That's, it's nearly a miracle of biblical proportions. And speaking <laughs> of biblical proportions, Chris, how does this movie start? Uh, also, this was suggested by Mr. Green. I forgot to mention that earlier. Mr. Green, thank you for suggesting the cleansing hour. Yeah. So, how does this movie start, Chris? Uh, it starts with a uh, a stream. Not like, a, like the water kind, but like the internet kind. Oh, okay. Just urine? Yeah, just piss. Well, yeah. That like is, the internet's want I mean, to do. Yeah, yeah. If, if people should just stream a stream. While someone pees into it, and then it'll be like a streamception. Stream, stream, stream. Yep. Streaming a stream into a stream. And uh, we watch uh, what appears to be an exorcism. Yes, and it is, uh, and it is uh, done both in Spanish and English. Yeah. But apparently, you have to shout um, the the exorcism portion of it at the demon in English because I guess demons only understand English. You think it'd be Latin? Yeah, or you know some other ancient language. Yeah, modern like English, Sumerian or something. I mean, the best thing modern English has given us is uh, "melt with you." It's good. I was I was gonna pick it up, but you put it down, so I didn't have to. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, you know, like, yeah, Aramaic, um, whatever the fuck 
Adam and Eve spoke. Yeah. Any uh, of that, you know, like if we're going to go with, you know, demons are real and the Bible's real, then I guess Adam and Eve were real. But, you know, but no, it's apparently demons understand English. Yeah. But not Spanish. You cannot shout at them in Spanish. Even if they're shouting in Spanish. Well, yeah. Well, the host body was Latino. Yeah, and there's like this... And it's fun. I mean, the the gurney he's on, he's strapped to, like, flips up suddenly when the the priest turns around. He bleeds blood out of his hairline. Um, But the lights flicker. But eventually, the priest gets the better of the demon and shouts it back to hell. Yeah. And he's a real priest. You can tell because he's Vatican certified or whatever. Oh yeah, his no his uh, his uh, merchandise yeah is Vatican approved, which I mean citation needed I would say but yeah, but yeah he did go full Jews priest on that thing that he did yep but turns out funny story it's all a fucking sham yep it is all special effects smoke and mirrors done to stream the you know to an audience watching the stream i'm pretty sure about half the audience probably thinks it's real and half thinks doesn't think it's real i mean this is the internet like some people are just be like ah it's a fun that's fun it's fun to watch you know this dude pretend to fight demons because you know there's lots of shows about stuff like that that are fiction but in the other half, like, nope, that's a real priest exercising real demons because God is real and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's weird how the demons always show up exactly at 8 o'clock on Thursdays, Saturdays, and Mondays. Well, I'm pretty, maybe they don't, maybe they're already there, but he just decides to exercise them at that time so that he can stream it to, to show that, you know, the war is being won. By the side of good against the side of evil, and uh, we we cut filming. We meet up with what Father Maximilian. Yeah, Father Hot Priest. Really? Yeah, we I got mean, Hot I Priest. Think... We got his buddy, the producer. Yep. Uh, he uh, he is trying to get Hot Priest to expand into other things than just exorcisms because they've they're kind of topped out at like 500, 550,000 viewers an episode, uh, and they want uh, they want more viewers, and so he's like, well, we could branch out like into seances or something like that, and of course the priest guy's like, well, seances aren't real, <laughs> and like, the producer's kind of like, uh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we have a literal guy whose job is special effects. Fucking shut yeah. up. Tomas is his name. And uh they all congratulate themselves. We meet uh we meet Tomas. Yep. Spe- Harry special effects guy. His niece? Yeah. The girl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's studying film at the local university. Yeah. So, um, I don't remember which. which she's one. a zoomer. She is, um, and she she like makes fun of them for not streaming in 4K. They're only at 1080p, 1080i. I forget which is 1080p. 1080p. Yeah. And 
Yeah, and so she makes fun of them for not streaming in 4K. And if you see the place that they're shooting and the stuff they're working with, there's a reason they're not shooting in 4K. Yeah. Also, it's harder to hide some of the special effects if it, they're shooting in 4K. Yeah. It all makes sense, really. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, if you haven't listened to the Patreon, the second picture that... No, I see it. I, I see it. That's... <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> listeners who are do who are not. I, I apologize for our non-patrons. I know you have reasons uh, for not pledging, but sometimes some really good stuff ends up in that channel. Um, it's good we're still getting disrupted by Horse Lanta. Yeah, yeah, he's he's here in spirit for certain. Um, speaking of being there in spirit, we also meet uh, one of the the producer's girlfriend does help with helps with special effects. Um. Also helps with packing up boxes of prayer cloths and whatever else holy water that they sell online uh, to the the viewers who decide to order some. Yeah. Uh, and a uh, boom mic operator guy. Oh, J Bong. Yeah. Uh, and he's got the he got the fresh beats. And they decide they're all gonna hit the local karaoke bar. Yep. Where Hot Priest is singing karaoke and like there's two women who are like swooning over him because they know who he is. One dude's like, like who's also like because they're filming the guy singing. Other guy walks up with his camera, starts filming the guy, and like, who is this guy? Like, what guy like asking, why am I filming this guy? <laughs> Which I thought was great. Yeah, and they're like, don't you know it's uh, Father's priest. sexy priest? Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, uh, whatever. Yeah, and leaves. And, he, uh, he looked it up on legally distinct Wikipedia. Yeah. And was like, oh, this guy's a fucking fraud. Like, ob- obviously. he's Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's smitten by the two girls. Yeah, because they are attractive and available and interested. I mean, the one girl introduced herself is Desiree, which is Desire with an extra E. So, I mean, yes. what are you yeah. going to do? He's not made of yeah. stone. Nope. He's made of probably flesh and bone. Oh, yeah. We'll find that out later. Yeah. Um, and they have, like, and he, like, just, like, hey, everybody scoot over to make room for the girls and just fucking knocks the producer off the end of the the seat and... Somebody's just making it. Oh, was it J Bong is just making out with a lady the whole time? No, that's the oh. Tomas. Oh, Tomas is just like sucking the face off of a woman like the whole time. Yeah. And, and J Bong was eating nondescript pills while drinking. Yeah. And the and then uh fucking the uh yeah, so the producer guy's like, Well, I well fuck me. I guess I'm gonna go home now, so I guess I'll see all y'all later, and no one pays any fucking attention to him. Yeah, well he says something like uh well, y'all can fuck yourselves. I'm going home. And they're just like, yeah, yep. great. Cool. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah. So we cut the the next morning. He's hanging out with his girlfriend. They're packing up boxes. He unpacks that box from his father, which is basically who wants him to, like, stop making shitty internet content and 
I guess, get into the tech industry. Yeah, his dad works at undisclosed tech firm. Yeah, which sent him a light bright. I'm sorry, a bright light? What's the fucking name of the classes? Yeah, it, it, it's some sort of head-mounted display unit. It's Google Glass, only slightly different. Legally distinct Google Glass. Yeah, they're good at being legally distinct in this film. Yes. And uh, producer guys, like, yeah, my dad always wants me to go, go legit with him, but I can't say no. He's my boy, sexy priest. Yeah, yeah we've been friend BFFs for F. Yeah. And uh, they've lined up an actress for the evening. Yes, who is a drag performer named Scarlett Von Koch. Which, you know, a little on the nose, but who am I to I, judge? I love he's like, he's like, you get it? And I'm like, yeah. Like, it's a drag performer whose last name is Cock. Yeah, like, it was subtle, but I picked up on it. Yeah, like... <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, Helios' dad called him son. Ha, 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 get it? <laughs> well, I do now. Okay, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it was. I was just like, why did they ask if he got it? Why? Um, but Scarlett has trouble getting to the studio. Yeah, she gets a little lost, and then she gets a little attacked by some kind of demon possessed person. Yeah, who does a fantastic job, like skidding around on all fours in a very uncanny valley, creepy way. Yeah, ten out of ten for the skittering involved. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, no, that's real good. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was like, People, wow, that's some grade A, not cool skittering that person's doing. And it's 100%, like, it's got to be 100% practical. Like, that's just a person doing that, looking creep, like, just bending in ways that looks like people should not be able to bend. It's, yeah. Yeah, it, it's good. I, I oh, Yeah, like, oh, mad props to that person, and maybe I'll look them up so I can give them actual props, but... Uh, yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed that little bit. And then, yeah, so uh, Scarlett Von Cock gets um, picked off by uh, a demon. And so they decide to use uh, producer's girlfriend instead. Yeah. And uh, what, J-Pop or whatever? What the fuck is his name? J-Bong. J-Bomb. Yeah, he starts having some kind of freak out episode. Yeah, it doesn't quite hit Psycho Billy freak out at first. Um, he's like, looks at a picture of the Virgin Mary. He's like, it's beautiful. Um, and they're like, yeah, Dude, like, get your fucking shit together, man. Come on, sober up, you fucking asshole. We're getting ready to go on. Yep. Uh, he has bad case of throw ups. Uh, oh, we should go. We should note, Chris, that uh, people who watch this show, stream this show, uh, are a, a Korean cop. Yeah. Also, the son of the president of the United States of America. Yeah, not the band, the actual one. Right. Well, the in the sh- in the movie, legally the distinct one. one. Yeah. So I just yeah we just wanted to mention them. Yeah, and also the two girls. Yes, obviously the two girls. 
and the uh, the non-determinate Middle Eastern guys. Yep. Oh yeah. The uh, yeah. The who are obviously supposed to be terrorists. I guess. I feel like. I don't know. Well, they, okay, maybe they're not terrorists. They definitely have strong negative opinions about the United States, which is fair. Um, but the other one's like, I'm not gonna watch that shit. You guys can watch that shit. Yeah. And these are the the loyal viewers. Yes. And so they uh, they start up the program. Things are going okay. They you know they got a. Uh, Producer's girlfriend in the the fucking exorcist chair. Yep. All I, strapped actually, I was, in. I'm gonna give a shout out to Marion Dumitru, which is who I think did the weird cool skittering. Yeah. Kudos to you. So, Unless it's not Marianne, you. Yeah. But I think it was. And uh they they've got they've got other stunt, stunt work in their IMDB profile. Well, that sounds right. Yeah. So they they fire it up. He starts off with his usual shtick. Hot priest does. Yeah. And apparently the the um well because the the lady who is the girlfriend the girlfriend had some like acting experience from college or something, and she's doing a real good job. She like you know rides properly and like makes creepy sounds and voices and all that and then it turns out and yeah and then like Bong like has a little bit of a freak out and they send him to the bathroom and then make um zoomer girl take over holding the boom mic so that you know she can they can have sound yeah on the show and then audio. all of a sudden we have audio yeah but then a uh, producer's girlfriend Let's out a super crazy noise. Yeah, she has a psycho demon freak out. Yeah. And that's when things get a little realer. Yeah, so this is no longer a fake exorcism. This is or exorcism with a fake demon. This is a real demon. Yeah. Um, we were also introduced earlier the producer shows Zoomer the Devil's database, which is the the database of banishing rituals that um, the producers put together because apparently each demon has its own specific banishing passage you have to read. Yeah. And so, but so the, the big thing is in the cleansing hours, the priest has to get the demon's name. And once he has the demon's name, he can, he can look up, he can use the proper right to uh, banish that demon back to hell. I mean, I think that's a pretty commonplace exorcist thing, right? I don't know about them being, like, specifically tailored. I'm pretty sure, like, the Catholic Church just has a ritual of exorcism. Yeah, but I mean, in most of these things, the name is a thing. Well, yeah, because that gives you... Yeah, because names give you power. Yeah. is a, a common magical trope. So, yeah, and... Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, so yeah, so she is now possessed. Um, things start to go a little sideways. Yeah, um, and by sideways, we mean uh, Tomas gets set on fire. Yes, and like, not just a little bit. 
he gets like crispy crittered and then staggers over to his niece and presses his head against her thigh and leaves part of his face on her thigh. Yeah. Which is fucked up in several different ways. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, but it was real gnarly looking. I enjoyed that gnarliness. That's true. Had to phrase that properly. And uh, the demon's all like, ha fuckers. Here's the rules to this here game. If you try to free the girl, I kill you. If you try to run off, I kill you. Oh, kill the girl. Oh, kill the girl. If you try to, uh, if you try to save the girl, the girl dies. And if you try to run off, you die. And if you cut the feed, the girl dies. Yeah. So, basically, we're playing the game now. This is yep. the real deal. Uh, Hot Priest tries to tell everybody this is the real thing now. Who's watching? But yeah. everybody just thinks it's a bit. Yep. Although, viewership does start going up. Yeah. Because everyone's like, dude, you gotta check this out. <laughs> They set a guy on um, fire. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Yep. And then um, the uh, some of the rigging above falls down around uh, Hot Priest in like trapping him, like in tra- like the lights. He gets burned. Oh no, he has to get naked first because he's well, supposed the, to like. That's a, the first. Yeah. Trial yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the first trial is the demon makes everyone, like, has everyone give, like, a hashtag save. I think, is it Sabrina is what the demon calls the girlfriend, but the the fucking producer calls her something else completely. Yeah, that Teenage Witch, Sabrina. Yeah, that was one thing that kind of, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that that's... Sabrina is not what the lady is called, but for some reason you're calling her that? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, cause her actual character name is lane. Um, so yeah, so the, the demon requests a hashtag, uh, and with the ideas on what for the priest to do to save her needs to do to save her. One of them says get naked. Cause they want to see hot priest naked. That's yeah, one of the well, two girls from the bar. And if you've ever been in a stream chat, that's exactly how that would play out. Like, it would be the stupidest shit. Show feet. Yeah. If you can count on one thing in a stream chat, as a guy who's been on a couple of streams, (laughs) it's always some dumb nonsense. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so they, they decide to go with get naked. And so Hot Priest gets naked. Yeah, he doesn't flop dong because he's a coward. Yeah, no, I mean, like, if you can, like, bear your soul to a demon, but you can't show your dick to the camera, I don't have faith in you. But in fairness, he didn't want to violate TOS and get banned. I guess. I did show his nipples, though, so... Yeah, guy nipples uh, are fine. Uh, it's getting... I think if you're a guy... Yeah. I think Let, some guys... Actually, somebody got... Yeah. Let's not go down think, this road. Yeah, yeah. Things get real weird real quick. Or real bad real quick. Not even real weird. Things are totally acceptable. They just get bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's mostly like people's bad takes on things that make it bad. 
Yeah, people do ruin everything, to be clear. Yeah. The world may be better off without people. However, I would not be able to enjoy it. Yeah. So, I guess I won't wish for that. And uh, he gets nude, which causes him to have to dance the hokey pokey. Not yet. He gets naked. The the fucking rigging comes down around him like in a square, so he's kind of trapped there. Uh, there's a hot light that he accidentally touches and burns himself. And then the ceiling fan comes down and like right about head level. And then the demon starts singing the hokey pokey. Yeah. Because he, when he has to put his right arm in, he gets hit with the fan and like doesn't enjoy it. And then the some of the lights on the rigging blow out, scattering glass on the ground. And he's got to put his right or left foot in onto the broken glass, which is you know good like foot trauma shot, which you know makes some people's buttholes pucker. And I think this is the first instance of Catholic school flashback. Yes, yeah, um, because. It's a hot priest as a child, plus another child are kneeling on some strip that looks very of metal. It looks very uncomfortable. It was like it's not bottle cap yardstick. Oh, is that what it was? It was there. They were bottle caps, which is like Jesus fucking but, Christ. But they were upturned, so it was the sharp edges up, not the flat, less painful edges. Yeah, and the like the. Nun teacher was making him kneel on it while saying some fucking Catholic shit. I don't know. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and in the hour of our death. Amen. It's the whole. It's the. It's the Hail Mary. Yeah, I don't know. I I ain't no Catholic. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. I'm a filthy That's Protestant. Right. Yeah, I, I was raised Catholic, and that's where we'll, that's where I will end the, my association with the Catholic Church. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, um, still know the Hail Mary. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but the um, the one kid is like you know knew all the words. The other kid knew all the words just fine. Uh, hot priest had trouble with the words and kept getting punished. And so basically none teacher is shitty is what we are learning here. Yeah. It's weird. I never would have guessed. I mean, the Catholic church well known and documented for how they treat kids. They love kids. They love kids. Love your kids. Don't love your kids. Yeah. They love kids like Epstein style yeah. <laughs> and uh he comes to don't worry this will be a reoccurring motif yeah of the catholic flashbacks do you have those no no I also was didn't go to catholic school okay so you didn't have to deal with the bottle cap yardstick no, even though the last two words of my school's name were St. Mary's, uh, that is because there was a town St. Mary's, not because it was associated with the Catholic Church. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on my general vibe, but I I never went to Catholic school. 
<laughs> I am shocked. I thought it's where you met Horse Lanta. Yeah, we both devout Catholics, me and Horse Lanta. We're always, uh, I don't know, we're like drinking wine and eating crackers. You're more catholics than Catholics. Yeah, we're, we're Catholics. <laughs> catholics. And uh, the demon is suitably satisfied with his dance number. Yeah. And lets him not be nude. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I think disappointed like about a third of the viewing audience. And then or maybe uh, two thirds. Oh, I've moved on to the Black Cherry Hard Mountain Dew now, Chris. Yeah. Is that an upgrade, downgrade? Who knows? I don't know. Um, actually, it probably would have... If I had put a splash of that into that Rattler, it might have been good, just to kind of sweeten out a touch. Uh, actually, that Rattler got better as I, as I went on. Well, most if alcoholic drinks get better as you drink them. If nothing else, it kills the toothpaste aftertaste. Yeah, so, nothing, nothing sounds plus. more terrible than a toothpaste aftertaste. Yeah, a toothpaste finish. Your liquor should not have a, not have a toothpaste finish. I do enjoy the way that the phrase toothpaste aftertaste sounds. Yeah, it is kind of fun to say, isn't it? In my ears, but <laughs> I don't want to taste it. Toothpaste aftertaste, duda. I don't think that fits. I, I am like I am meter blind. I swear, like there are people like. Josh from Pork uh, Rochelle Hot Dog. If you say something with the right meter, he will just say doodah, doodah after it because he can hear like Camp Town Ladies. The IV hears like Camp Town Ladies sing the song. Like if he, if, if that, whatever you say hits that rhythm somehow, it just, his mind just spits that out. And I can't hear it. Like Shakespeare just sounds like people talking to me. I can't hear iambic pentameter. That's fine. I would think yeah. less of you if you could. Uh, I don't know. Lots of people can, apparently. But, like, yeah, I don't. I don't. Oh. Jesus Christ, I it's okay. I'm getting. Oh, my wife is getting a phone call. Hello. So. Uh, I'm pretty stressed out. They got to pick up their 1920s phone. Yeah. Well, it is cordless. If that, so it's at least 1990s phone. <laughs> they got a call from the switchboard coming through. Yeah, yeah. Give me a Springfield 249, please. Thank you. Um, Don't call that number. <laughs> if you can call Springfield 249, I'll be impressed. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I've learned anything during this podcast, it's that I need to keep most things away from Horace Lana and don't call a phone number in a movie. No, yeah. Even if you're pretty sure it says 555 in it that it's safe to call, it sometimes isn't. Turns out that's a real thing now. Yeah, yeah. If you ever uh, decide to call for um, what was the hell that mind something? Yeah, yeah. With Edward Furlong, and yeah. brain scan. Brain scan. Don't call that number. That yeah. Don't yeah, do that. That number will actually go to a lady's phone. Yeah, um, she's not real happy. I'm because yeah. God only knows what time zone she's in. But yeah, a bunch of drunk so. idiots isn't what she was into. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah so um now comes the next uh challenge is this when jaybong they go in and uh, find jaybong in the freaking out in the bathroom because he saw the devil or saw a demon in the mirror 
Oh, no, not yet. He already did okay. that. Okay. This is when uh, the demon makes her the host body choke on uh, shoddy merchandise. Oh, yeah. She just starts gagging, like choking, and they go and like they pull out one of, like, they great shot of, like, just pulling this wet. At first, I thought it was hair out of her mouth. Like, I was like, oh, they're going to pull like, just a big old mass, like, X-Tay levels of hair out of this lady's mouth. But no, it was like a like a stole, like one of those prayer cloth stoles that priests wear. And, oh, man, it was, that was kind of gnarly to watch, too. Yeah, because they pull, like, a fucking hand towel-sized thing out of this woman's throat. It's fucking gross. Oh, yeah. Like, and it just keeps going. You're like, oh, she's like a clown car. In the, you know, when it comes to religious objects, apparently. It's the clown car of religious objects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then and they're like, tell the truth. And so the the hot priest decides to reveal the fact that he is not actually a priest. And these are not real. Ex- he's not normally does not perform real exorcisms, even though there is a real demon in the house tonight, folks. Also that the prayer cloths do not have healing powers. They're just some shit they bought from China and that the holy water comes out of their bathroom tap. Yeah. Which again, obviously, but, yeah. But some people want to believe. Hey, all the power to you. Whatever gets you through the day. Yep. And if you have the money to spend on that stuff and it makes you feel better, go for it. Yeah. I spend money on role-playing books, role-playing game books. They make me feel better. That's true. Yeah. I spend my money on booze. And that's mostly it. And playing retro video games. That's true. Yeah, what what I did not see a wheel spin post today, Chris. What shot did you have with your three beers today? Oh, uh Mr. Boston. Because Horse Lando would have wanted it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is that would be his his wish, I believe. I took a look at the shelf and I said, what's the l- thing I would like to do the least? And Mr. Boston's one. Mezcal. Uh, no, there's no Mezcal. Oh, what happened to the Mezcal? Did you finish it? I banished it to the fucking Phantom Zone because that bottle is like 15 <laughs> years old and I don't want to drink it. <laughs> well, Chris, whenever I, whenever I visit for even if it's for SHP Con, I will finish that bottle with you. Oh, God damn. That's that's so gross. I will finish that bottle and I'll get Horse Lanta in to help. Okay, you know what? That's fine. There's not that much left. We have actually managed to drink most of it at this point. Yeah, I think between the three of us, we can finish it. And if one of our loyal listeners wants to help out as well, I think we will allow them. We'll yeah. Just all, we'll all take an even share and dispose of that bottle for you. Yeah, and then we can all be Mezcal siblings. Angry. We can all be Mezcal angry at ourselves. You can see how peppery it is and realize that I'm not crazy. <laughs> the shit does have a really peppery finish. <laughs> it's better than toothpaste but not as fun to say hmm. that is true um, yeah and so everyone's kind of like oh yeah that makes sense when they see it on the stream yeah uh, 
this has given them clues that they're entering into the demon's almanac or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, no, because J-Bong describes the the demon he saw in the mirror. that, And they put that in there. And they get like a list of like five or six names of demons it could be. Um, and then J-Bong has a nice Psycho Billy freak out. Um, sees like demon, weird demon dogs come out of the, like they, they chase him out of the bathroom after... I have to say, I have to give him props because there's a scene in the bathroom where whatever it is pulls him under the bathroom stall, into the bathroom stall. Like he's lying on his back on the floor, and you're, there's a shot from above, and you see him get pulled underneath the stall. And he pulls himself back out and like runs away. Like they didn't just do like he gets pulled under and like blood spurts out from underneath the stall or something. Well, like, he, we, we skipped the technical difficulties portion. Oh, you're right. Yes, because you know, since we can't cut the feed, we have to make sure the bandwidth stays up. Yep. Which subscribe so the bandwidth to us, Chris. Um. Well, the bandwidth starts dropping in uniform amounts because that's yeah, how like, things work. It's eighty percent. Now it's seventy-five percent, and now it's seventy percent. Yeah, because they have 600 the f- dedicated lines out at this place, apparently. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, what is, like, my bandwidth is 60% now? The fuck does that even mean? Yeah. It's basically, it's basically a nonsense number. It's like, oh, well, we need a countdown, so we'll use bandwidth percent. It would only mean something if you knew what the total bandwidth they were operating with to begin with was. Yeah. And even then, like, who would do the fucking math? And yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah, it's just an arbitrary time clock. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, producer guy runs off to uh, what might be the world's most nonsensical network setup I've ever seen. And I, I say I that professionally. Closet. I think you mean the storage closet. Yeah, the storage closet where they have several network switches just haphazardly laying on random shelves. Yep. And with weird, like, with just cords plugged into them randomly. Yeah. And just, it, and for the record. And there's a red light. There's a red light on one of the switches, though, Chris. Yeah, and it's jammed in between the two fucking points where the actual ports on the switch are. And I did. Th- I literally get paid for this shit. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not the world's most knowledgeable network engineer, but I know enough to know that this is some hot bullshit. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that this movie is not real, Chris? Yeah, much like the exorcisms and prayer clods. Yeah. It's not 100% accurate. Okay. Um... But yeah, so Chris, could you tell us what the actual reason for the loss of bandwidth percentage is? What, in this film? Yes. Oh, rats, obviously. Yeah, rats gnawing on cables. Yeah. And not like normal rats, but weird, like hairless. Yeah, weird big albino rats. Lanky rats, yeah. They're they're like, uh, they're more like chihuahuas than rats. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he gets down to 1% bandwidth, Chris. And how does he fix it? Uh, you, you plug in the one cord to the one <laughs> port that had the red light to let you know it's the port you needed to plug it into. 
And now the port light is green and everything's good. Yeah, because green is good. Yeah, green means go. And then so go stream some more. Yeah, so they're back and they've picked up. They started at like what, like two hundred fifty thousand viewers. Five hundred, five hundred to five fifty thousand. And they're like in the millions now because this has really yes. picked up traction on social media. Yeah, there's like people at some, you know, because you know, Chris at restaurants. Uh, I believe that the uh, the kitchen staff are allowed to just stand around and watch, look at the TV during service. Oh yeah, you you typically have at least one television that is running streaming video at all times in the kitchen. Yeah, and and at least half the kitchen staff needs to stop and watch it at any point. Yeah, there's not a world where a guy would have come up behind every one of those fucking idiots and been like, "You stupid pieces of shit, get back to work." We got a full dining room. We got to flip these goddamn tables. Yeah, you got time to lean. You got time to clean. I am going to strike every single one of you in the fucking face if you don't get back on the fucking line and get the goddamn work. Hi, Marcus. Yeah. And or definitely not Brett, not Horst Santos' former supervisor. Yeah. He's not a real person. No. I just thought people would appreciate that you would appreciate the, the kitchen staff as much as the network switch. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even walk off the fucking line when it's busy without getting your shit fucking wrecked. Like they make you mop that freezer for a week. Yeah. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> uh yeah, and there's some lady who is riding through the deserts of Israel with uh, a male companion of some kind who is he's trying to fix the car because it ain't working. And he obviously has no idea what the fuck's going on with the car. He thinks maybe it's a loose hose. And she's and she just walks off. It's like maybe it's the fucking driver. Um, and then she starts watching the this priest stream. Yeah, in the middle of the goddamn desert, which I'm sure has yeah. great coverage. Apparently, maybe she's got like one of them satellite iPhones. <laughs> Some fucking sat phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so, okay, um, so yeah, so they, they kind of have some idea what demon is, but they don't know for certain, um, and this is when J-Bong gets attacked? Well, first they determine the game overall. Yeah. Which is, confess your sins. Yep. Um, at some point, uh, Zumi girl just has had enough of this shit and tries to run away, and the demon just, like, shoots a statue of the Virgin Mary through the back of her head. We could all be so lucky. Yeah, I mean, like she just—that's just like she serves no narrative purpose in this show, really, except for to show us that the devil's database exists. Yeah, and be snarky like twice. Yeah. Um. She does say uh, she does well actually once, which you know props. Yeah, like that's a it's called a stinger. Well, actually, um. Yeah, because he calls like the 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 strand a string of cables running with all the you know carries all the audio and video and stuff. He calls it a snake, and she's like, "Well, actually, it's called we call it it's called a stinger in the industry." And I don't know which. I'm sure I'm sure uh, Matt has an idea of what it's actually called. I don't. Except for working stage crew once, I just knew you don't roll fucking heavy shit over those. 
That's why they have little like plastic bridges that go over them so that you can roll heavy stuff over the top of them and not damage the cables. Fair. So. Um, yeah, now J-Bomb can do whatever he does. Yeah, so J-Bomb, J-Bomb gets uh, attacked in the bathroom by weird demon dogs. Has the cool, almost gets pulled under to the, the bathroom stall, but it extricates himself uh, shot, which I appreciate because that is kind of, is, they t- they they flip the script on that trope, which I really enjoyed. And, uh, he comes running out into the main room with like a box cutter to defend himself and the priest hot priest is trying to help him but and somehow like talks him down i forget what what example he uses but it's related to his past in some way well yeah because he has another uh catholic school flashback right where things are getting progressively worse the what the mother superior lady is like screaming at him is this when she starts bashing the kid's head into a fucking table? Yes. Yeah, because it's because they have to. Uh... Oh no, this was the Hail Mary. Previously was the was the act of contrition when they were kneeling down on the bottle caps. That was the act of contrition. Oh, of course, I get those mixed yeah. up a lot with the yeah. way that they're similar. Yeah, because uh, you have to be. What what was the phrase that they used? Um, not brutally. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, the first one was the act of Christian. This was the Hail Mary. Hot Priest doesn't remember the Hail Mary. Uh, his friend is trying to, like, mouth the words at him, and the nun, like, goes off on the kid for, like, being a cheater and just starts slamming his forehead into the desk over and over and over and over again. It is super fucking weird. Oh, it's super disturbing to watch. Yeah. I mean... I- I mean, that kid can take a bump. That's all I got to say. I, I'm i concerned about his lack of self-preservation instinct. Because <laughs> he just takes it, like, straight up. Yeah, like, he doesn't even, like, have his hands up or anything. It's not like he's like, has his hands and his hands are hitting the desk instead of his head. Like, he just has his hands down by his side. And that, like, that nun's just plowing his forehead into that desk over and over. Not like a fucking stop or don't or please no. Like nothing. Nope. He's just completely silent, arms to his side. And this nun lady like is just like, bashing it. It's almost like it was like a dummy instead of a real person, Chris. What? I don't know. That's my that's my theory. That's bullshit. Yep. I don't want to live fun. in a world where they don't practically have a old lady bash a kid's head open on a table for the sake of film. I'm not into and, it. Yeah, I know. I know that doesn't tingle your dingle. Uh, I feel like any answer is the wrong answer right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only way to win is not to play, Chris. Would you like to play a game? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't like the saw scenario where I gotta like I don't know cut out my own eyelids or some shit oh, to avoid die with anyway. Thermonuclear war, but. Why well, I, I know. The only okay. winning anyway, move not to play. Yep. And so um the uh Yeah, so somehow this heartwarming story 
gets J-Bong to calm down. and They, they have prayer time. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. They say the Hail Mary together, and then the demon dogs aren't there anymore. And the priest is like, fuck yeah, score one for team good guy. And the demon's like, oh yeah, the power of prayer is very good. So is the power of denial. And then the demon dogs attack J-Bong, and he cuts at them with a the box cutter, but really he's just cutting up his own leg. Yeah. And then one of them goes for his throat, and he goes to cut it and just cuts his own throat and dies. Yeah. He died like he lived. High as fuck. Yep. Full of in- <laughs> indeterminate pills. Oh, yeah, because he's like, I got, like, dude, I, he, at one point he says, I can't, I, I'm going to just stop coming high to work now because this is not good. And uh, Demon thinks this shit is hilarious. But thanks to J-Bomb, they now have more criteria to enter into the search engine. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, J- they introduced and that gets down to five names. And then at some point, the the fucking demon says something about seeing everything. And that gives the producer the idea to put an oracle to the tags. And that narrows it down to one demon named Amon. Yeah. And so... Um, but first, the um, the uh, the demon crafts some kind of noose out of wires from above, and makes the priest put his head in it and standing on a stool, and then he has to get like a hundred percent of likes to, or else he is gonna they're get, the, he's gonna ha- get hang himself. Yeah, which like clickbait much. And- and when I say 100% of likes, that is just nonsensical. I mean, like, just people just keep tapping the heart button on their stream screen as fast as they can, and somehow that builds power. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know what the fuck kind of interface was built into this thing where that was a feature of it. Yeah. Uh, but it does fill up the logo, the, the, the Cleansing Hour logo, slowly with red as it goes up, which I thought was a nice touch at least. Yeah, it's it's like what well, the clap if you believe in fairies thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Think, it's got to say Tinkerbell by clapping. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's fucking. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, he gives a monologue while in the noose. Yeah, is this when he talks about how like how he reacted to the whole situation with the nun slamming that kid's head into the desk over and over again? Yes, let's say yes because it's All right. it's fine. Yeah. So while he's got his head in the noose, he's confessing that. Um, so in in Catholic school, a nun was just you know fucking skull crushing that kid kid's face into the desk. Um, he like he knocks that a pencil gets knocked off of a desk while he spears the nun from behind. And she goes face first onto the the point of the pencil and takes it to the eye and dies. Yeah, which boy does that open up a series well, of questions? I mean, the first one was why did no one just yell spear when it happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's in my experience, that's what happens anytime someone spears someone. That there are a number of people who just yell spear. Yeah, and I mean, if if that happened, 
in meat world, the meat space we all inhabit, I could see as a child that weighing heavy on your conscience. Mm-hmm. But as you grew up, you'd be like, no, she was completely out of her mind after she bottle cap fucking yardsticked us and then beat a kid's head into a table for 17 minutes. I mean, that guy, that kid's going to have some uh, some cranial or some brain trauma, concussive brain trauma. Yeah, I guess I just like I could see when you're like, I don't know, those kids were what, like early teens, maybe if like, that. Yeah, if that it's like 10 to somewhere between like nine and 13. I yeah. don't know kids real well, but that's somewhere in there. I could see, you know, you're 15, but by the time you're like 20. You bet. Now, fuck that bitch. I'm glad she got stabbed in the fucking eye. She was trying yeah. to beat a kid to death on a goddamn desk in a school. Because he her. tried to help me. Because he tried to help me say the Hail Mary. Yeah. Best case scenario, she got stabbed in the eyeball and died. Yeah. She deserved way worse than that. Yep. And how the gonna- fuck did the pencil end up in her fucking eye? It rolled off the side of a desk. It was laying on the floor. Well. It looked like they were trying to set up the timing so that as it landed, it was right when she got speared. So it landed like a racer down, and she got knocked onto it before it could tip over. Well, that's even less likely to have long-lasting emotional consequences, you would think. Because, like, what are the chances? Apparently 100%, but, like, what was the pro? Yeah, like... Probability-wise. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so, like, yeah, like, it was a one in a trillion event. Yeah. Anyway, so he, he recounts all that, probably, or he does it later. Not important. Yeah, but what hap- what is important is that um, he does not quite get enough likes. Not quite, but then does or something. Uh, he, he starts getting hung, hanged. Hanged, I hanged. guess is probably the, the proper term. People get hanged. The tapestries people, get hung. I don't know. Some people are hung. Well, yeah, but I wouldn't know much about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> With, uh, as you're, as, well, well, listen to the last episode if you want to know about that, listeners. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And I don't know. Somehow he escapes the noose. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, like, enough people, he, he accepts his fate, but then, like, it fills up, and then the demon's like, yeah, we still got, like, another half hour of this, so I should probably get you out of here. Yeah, I can't quite kill you yet. Because there's more trauma that needs to be inflicted on everyone. Well, he keeps, the, the, the demon keeps telling him to lift the veil. Yeah. As if to imply there is something worse than killing a person. Yes. So I don't know what that would be, Chris. Oh, don't worry. They'll tell us. Okay. Um, yeah, and so, but they do start with the whole, like, um, I know they don't quite get to the that exorcism. They, they haven't quite figured out that it's Eamon yet. Because he's got to do the... He's still got to lift the veil, right? No, no, he's got... They start doing the aim. No! Jesus Christ. Yeah, this movie's confusing sometimes, folks. Um, anyway, so they... But he gets his fingers bit 
at some point by the demon. Yeah, that already happened. We skipped it. It's fine. Yeah, we glossed. Um, but anyway, the big reveal is that produ- that hot priest guy slept with producer's girlfriend before she even met the producer and he like ghosted her and then when he saw her like with the producer they kind of they kind of agreed not to tell him because it was water under the bridge and they didn't have the odds for each other anymore so um but it turns out that uh hot priest guy still had a video of her on his phone and it wasn't a sex video it was just a video of her in a bra yeah this part is sort of confusing because it drives producer man into a fit of murder rage murderly erdler rage which i can understand needing time to process said information but not to the point of where i would need to kill a motherfucker yeah i mean and also like that's kind of water under the bridge. Obviously, they haven't been hooking up since. Yeah, and to be clear, not cool to have weird half-clothed videos of your best friend's fiancé on your phone. Not yeah. fucking cool. No, but like, in the grand scheme of things, not worth killing someone over. Yeah, it seems like probably shit you could work out. Yeah, like maybe you break his phone. Yeah, you get real mad and you're like, you're a shitbag. And then like a week later, you're like, okay, that was a long time ago. Worst case scenario, you mail him a box full of poop. Yeah. Doesn't seem like you should try to choke a guy literally to death over it. By the way, Christian, you still have one more package to receive. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but that is when I think aim, uh, the demon says something about seeing everything and, um, well, no, okay. So wait, at this point, producer has the headset on because he had right. figured out the thing. It's Eamon. Yeah. And he was typing in the thing out of the book on the bookshelf because right. they didn't have it entered into the demon encyclopedia, which Page. was apparently an in-house piece of software not like a Wikipedia. No, no, it is in the, it is his own project that he is copying the banishment rights for various demons out of old books into a database. Yeah. So at some point the actual homicide he was trying to commit turns into a fake homicide so he can get hot priest to turn on his heads up display so he can start reading the banishment rights. Yes the hell of a plan yep and then at some point the google glasses get knocked off of a producer and um and then pop priest has to read it off of a teleprompter yeah because he well he was started reading it and then the demon starts throwing stuff at him and then he runs to hide but then he gets squished by the bookshelf yep and the glasses come off but then he turns it on the teleprompter and then you can just, I guess when you banish a demon, you can just trade off whenever. Yes. Unlike the uh, the banishment ritual. Obviously. 
So they keep swapping back and forth as various things prevent the full ritual from being achieved. Now, Chris, do you think there's supposed to be any kind of symbolism between them swapping off and uh, the demon possessing the girl? And their previous uh, histories with the girl? Not intentionally. Okay. I actually also probably think it wasn't intentional. It just occurred to me uh, right now that that maybe is not the the coolest thing that they could have implied. Yes, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, so maybe maybe I'm reaching there. I don't know. But um, they managed to achieve the ritual. They achieved completion. Yeah. Of the ritual. And they're like, hooray, we did it. Uh, the At some point, the demon busted out of the chair and was running around in the body of the girlfriend of the producer, of course. Yeah. Fiance, I guess, technically. Yes, fiance. And uh, she gets hucked across the room and says something about fucking cutting the feed. Yeah. And they're like, what? But then Tomas is his corpse is resurrected by demon powers. Yeah, and uh and then Tomas reveals that um it wasn't just um that it wasn't Amon that they were dealing with. Oh, we missed we missed my Okay, so my favorite line of this fucking movie we did not talk about is that um, we, uh, yeah, that, uh, so at one point the demon says something about uh, God's plan to the priest guy. And the priest guy is like, how do you know, like, like, what do you know about God's plan? And the demon's like, I was there when it was, when he wrote it. And I was like, that's a pretty badass line for a demon to say, because, you know, everyone kind of doesn't think about the fact that demons have been around for longer than humans, or so. It was a biblically accurate demon. It was. And, uh, but yeah, it turns out that that demon wasn't Amen. It was actually the devil himself. Yeah. And, uh, his plan... Turns out, was to to stare into the camera. Yeah, his whole goal was to do the thing with the possession to yep, drive to up his... the viewership because now they're at like something absurd, like fifteen million people are watching this. Yeah, like yeah, like seventeen, I think, was the highest number I saw. It's like two Super Bowls worth of motherfuckers watching this stream. It's like a half of WrestleMania bananas how many people yeah, are watching this it's well more than half of Wrestlemania <laughs> but um yeah and then he and they so they try to cut the feed but they don't get there in time and the devil bites the stinger slash snake 
Um, and then apparently that makes everyone who was watching the stream into possessed demon people. Yeah. And they just start murderly or luring everybody around them. Yeah. Including the first son, as the child is called in the movie, the son weird, of the president. Weird thing. Never heard that yeah. phrase in my entire life until this film. Right. Especially because, like, we've had children of presidents before, and they're usually just called, like, I don't know, like, the daughter or son of the president. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so he, uh, he murderly alerts his mother, and then he murderly alerts his dad and a bunch of people, like a bunch of secret, secret service agents. Yeah. And, uh, the paramedics show up at the filming site, yep. and they save Beyonce, and... Hot Priest looks down at his phone and has now got four million followers on Instabook or whatever. But at what cost, Troy? Uh well the cost of the fact that like just um people are just killing each other all over the world now and they even liken it to a virus, which is really fun because this movie came out like right before COVID. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's a, it is a Shutter exclusive, folks. So if you wanted to watch it, you'll have to go to Shutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of news reports, like or like headlines about people killing other people and how shitty things are. True. And that's the cleansing hour. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? Well, first of all, it clocked in at about 90 minutes, so that's a bad title. <laughs> Just pointing that out. That was the name of the show in the movie, not the movie. It's not not indicative of the movie itself, Chris. Um, you know what? It was okay. Uh, not a huge fan of possession stuff in the first place, unless it gets real weird. But I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Uh, the practical effects are fucking amazing for what had to have been something that was shot on the pretty cheap. Yeah. The non-practical effects are wildly variant. Sometimes they're okay. Sometimes they're real bad. Oh, the devil transformation, though, like the shots of like the devil coming out from inside Tomas's body were Pretty fucking gnarly and awesome. Yeah, as long as it was like practical in-camera stuff, the effects are great. Yeah. I kind of like the... Uh, the idea that it was, a, it was a game, which is not something you see. Like in a possession movie, normally it's just like... Feel bad for co- the possessed. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, priest. Yeah, but the idea that the demon had like an end game they were working towards, or the devil, I suppose, yeah. that's fun. The devil himself. That that was a fun take on it. The, raise the stakes. No, normally, the possession movie is like, will the possessed person be okay at the end? Will we save their soul, or will they be 
Curse the damnation forever. Yeah. To click here and find out. But this one was way more. This I don't know. I like the higher stakes of like. Nope. Turns out the plan was to like enslave humanity with devilness. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hit or miss. Like the acting's okay. The narrative, like, I could have done without all the flashback shit. I think it worked better thematically with, like, it's all ties into social media and the internet and the like if you just don't have any of the, like, he stabbed the eye out of a fucking nun once. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it's a better fit thematically in my book. But it ain't so bad. It's pretty good, all in all. I'd say it's it's worth giving it a watch. If you're into a possession movie and you're looking for something that's not The Exorcist or any of its several derivatives. What do you think, Troy? Um, I generally like a possession and exorcism movie. Uh, the, I like religious horror in general. I'm kind of good. That's a soft spot for me. Um, so I liked that about this. As you said, the practical effects are real good. Um, the uh, it's for the budget. I mean, they're not perfect, obviously, but they're, they're real good for the budget. Um, they, uh, I do like that. Uh, it does not have a happy ending. That's always fun to see from time to time. They did, mess with a couple tropes like i said like the whole like being pulled under something with j bong uh he didn't die which was interesting um i mean they did not play so much with the evil catholic nun teacher trope but you know i guess you can't win them all it was it was pretty good i enjoyed it well enough i was not unhappy to have watched it uh it it had some good parts to it, and as I have learned over the years, it is okay to enjoy parts of a movie, and sometimes that makes a movie worth watching. And so I say, yeah, why not? I say watch it. If you if you want to watch an exorcism movie, it's a decent one to watch that isn't, you know, if you've already seen the other big ones. So speaking of watching movies, Chris, what are we watching next week? We are watching... Deadly friend? Uh, yes, as suggested to us by Brett Sontag, supposed alleged real cousin, and two-legged bringer of destruction. Yeah, supposedly. Allegedly. I mean, no one is here to tell us that they're actually someone's cousin. True. That is true. So what if people would like to verify the status of their familial relationships? How would they do well, that, they can- Troy? They could go to Family Tree Maker or uh, like 23andMe, something like that. Um, but if they would like to request movies, they could email us at slaughterprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at slaughterprince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. They could go to our Facebook where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. Um, they could go to our Discord at discord.slaughterprincess.com and go to the hashtag movie-requests channel. Which is where most of our requests happen these days. Um, and if you want to listen to us in some other way, go to another podcast aggregator. I mean, really, we are everywhere. 
Um, you can even make your echo play us by telling it to telling it to play Slaughterhouse Princess podcast on TuneIn. And you also should request Slaughterhouse Princess from your echo because that will play the one by Virtual Bird, which I have not listened to in a while, so I need to do that tomorrow, I believe. So come back next also, time. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, if you want to, if you want us to uh, suffer some kind of financial benefit, you can go to patreon.sarchprincess.com or store.sarchprincess.com, where you sadly cannot order uh, Sarch Princess branded boxes of poop to send to people. Yet, yet, Chris just hasn't it hasn't checked that box yet. Yeah, I haven't checked the poop box. Yep. The Slaughter's Princess themed poop box. Yeah, it's also hard to poop a themed poop. Yep. And uh, also, what other podcasts think about movies? Chris will say something. Bye. Ah, Chris, you're exuding from the wrong area.